When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by Eric Colley. How are you, Eric? Good, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Well, you know just about everything about music. Okay. And so we got you in for these massive music stories. There's a lot to talk about. You're like the person in the office that can tell you what was number one, you know, 15 years ago. What was 15? I can't tell you what 15 years ago was. What was that, 2008? How about my birthday? My birthday. I was born in 1988. What was number one? Oh, August, August 1988 was my birthday. Oh, it's a challenge. 88's a tricky year because there was a lot of number one hits that year. Every week it was changing. There was like 30 number ones that year. August, maybe Roll With It by Steve Winwood. Okay. That summer. Okay. I don't know. I could be end. wrong on that one. I'll tell you if I don't know. I mean, but I don't know if you're wrong or right. And but I that trust... was a, the big number one hit of 88. Roll With It. Four weeks at number one that summer. There we go. I haven't even heard of it. Nah. <laughs> okay, today well, you were just born, so I was just born. So it was a weird time to be looking, listening to roll with it. Um, happy Tory Lane sentencing day. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be yesterday, but it's going to be today. It's going to be today. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Kevin Costner. He was out last night at the Taylor Swift concert. Good place to meet young single mum. <laughs> right. But to begin with, we're going to talk about Kanye West, Jesus. He's resurrected. He's back. He was performing yes. with Travis Scott in Rome. Yeah, so Travis Scott, his Utopia tour has shown up in Rome, and uh, he brought a special guest out that nobody was expecting. <laughs> right. Uh, he brought Kanye out, and, and he said that Kanye was the only human being on this uh, blanking planet that has ever walked side by side with me through anything and everything. And, uh, yeah, you know, Kanye kind of put Travis Scott on, He's, and Travis has always been very loyal to him. Mm. Uh, there's a song on the new Utopia album where Travis even says, I got yay over Biden, talking Bruh. about the, the election. Uh, and so he brought Kanye out, his first big performance since the whole anti-Semitic rant that derailed his career, cost him billions of dollars, and the uh, crowd loved it. The crowd absolutely loved it, and it just reminded me that Kanye is Teflon Don, like... He can say and do anything, and he's just going to be fine. Right. He is. And, and even the performance, he sounded more like his own hype man than actually Kanye <laughs> because they had the track playing. So his vocals are recorded, and he was just kind of like, yeah, jumping in, like certain lyrics here and there, like just sort of Kanye was his own hype man. But uh, the crowd didn't care. They did not care. It was interesting, though, because both of these guys have caught controversy recently, obviously with Travis Scott and the Astroworld stuff and... The court cases, we're still in the midst of those court cases. So it's not like that is, you know, gone right. forever now. Um, so it's interesting just like Kanye joining him on stage for the first time. At, it's just too sort of like, I know cancel culture. It's, it's not a real thing. We've realized now that not no one really, gets canceled. No. But just to see these two guys on stage that have so much controversy about them right. together and the crowd just going off, like loving them. <laughs> it was just like such a, it was a bizarre thing to see kind of because you kind of thought oh well kanye is done and, and he hasn't really done a whole lot since all the the controversy so it's the question has been will he be accepted when he comes back and looks like yeah yeah I, I, some people i think will never go back when I mean, you know saying i love hitler is it's kind of hard to bounce back from that completely but uh it looks like he's in a good spot 
I think, you know, yes, yeah, saying I love Hitler is hard for most people to bounce back from. Right. But because Kanye just is, is a guy who says and does anything, and I don't even really think that he believes things he says. He just says and does anything. He's just that, to be outrageous. Just to be outrageous. So that almost buys him a little bit of sort of like get out of jail free card. You know, on right. my, because do I really think that he loves Hitler and hates Jews? I mean, I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I guess I just don't know. And um, obviously it's awful that he said that. And I, I don't know that he'll be welcomed back by everybody, but I think that he'll still be able to maintain relevance in one way or another. I mean, there were a lot of people who supported him through it anyway. Like There, there are some people that were never going to turn against him. Some people sadly started liking him because of that. Oh. Uh, they're like, oh, he's a free thinker and says what he wants. Right. I, okay, if what you think is anti-Semitic thoughts, maybe that's not great. But uh, people still do love him. And you got to remember, Kanye and Travis are almost like brothers-in-law, literally, because, of course, Kanye has all the mm. kids with Kim. Travis has kids with Kylie. Mm. Uh, you know, Travis and Kylie were never... Wait, were they married? No. I No. Now yes. I can't even remember. No. This no. is why we need a microphone on the wild. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, Travis and Kylie were never married, but they were together for a long time, had yeah. kids together, and Kanye obviously married to Kim and had kids. Interesting. They were um, kind of family. Yeah, they really were. So, I mean... Uh, I like loyalty as a general sort of concept, but man, yeah. I guess Travis is just ride or die for Kanye and good on him. Yeah. People, you know, people say they're ride or die. He really is like, he is not getting off the Kanye train. So yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting when Kanye comes out with new music, just like if it's just a banger, will just everybody just be back on the Kanye bandwagon? I don't think everybody will. I think I think he definitely alienated some people for good with that. Th yeah. That's a hard thing to get past. And it's the same thing as when he was walking around with the Donald Trump MAGA hat and the red hat. And it was like, I don't think that he was really even understanding what he was doing. He just wanted to do something the opposite of what right. you thought he wanted to. You know, he, He's he just, just being provocative. He's being provocative. So... I think that's what a lot of people will let slide at the end of the day that this guy just says and does wild and, crazy and stuff. And Kanye's acknowledged having some sort of mental illness. So I think mm. people chalk some of that up too. Was he just having a, a manic episode? Mm. And who knows? Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right, on to our next story, Tory Lanez. Uh, he's going to get sentenced today. The prosecution is asking for 13 years. This is because of shooting uh, Meg the Stallion in the foot. In that incident, um, she uh, was supposed to be, or there was some speculation that she'd be in the courtroom to listen to the sentencing, but apparently she is too sort of like 
traumatized. I, I, want, yeah. I was going to say triggered, but I didn't want to yeah. use that word. She's, traumatized. She's traumatized by everything that happened. Doesn't want to be in the same room. She says she hasn't been able to find peace since all of this happened. Right. She's like, I can't be in the same room as him, mm. which is totally understandable. I mean, he did shoot at her. And then she said it wasn't even just the shooting. It's that he was so unapologetic about it after it happened, made a joke of it, talked about it in his songs. And she's like, if he had ever been really contrite, I could have healed and moved on. But he never was. So I can't sit there and look at him. Mm. It, it is you're, it, Triggering is not a bad word, I think, in this sense. It, it, right. it triggers things in her. Uh, is he contrite right now? Is he, is he any sort of like... Because she thinks that he has taken zero accountability. And he's been like saying, it's because of my childhood trauma. Or it's because of X, Y, Z. The system is broken. The system and, is, it, and this and, everyone, that, yeah. and that. And that can be quite, you know, come on, man. Just take responsibility. Right. And and maybe that's why the prosecutors are going for such an extreme sense. I, what do you think of that? 13 years for shooting at someone? It seems like people get less for more. You could do, I think you could actually murder someone and not necessarily get 13 years. So, okay, so they're, they're just asking for 13 years, but they generally don't I, get what they ask for, I don't right? think he'll get 13 years. That would be pretty insane. Will he get time? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, it's going to depend on, you know, on the judge, but I, I, mean, I mean, I don't think he'll get just probation. This is just the judge deciding or the jury? The jury already decided. Oh, the, so the jury, okay. This, this is the sentencing. This is me just being dumb at legal stuff. <laughs> oh, well, don't put that on me. <laughs> yeah. So, so what happens in court cases, jury decides, judge sentence. Gotcha. Okay. So right. we, we, we'll see where it, it comes out, slides out. It, it'll be a few years or maybe less. Yeah, probably. I, I, I don't think he'll get 13 years for this. Do you know who, and this is a genuine question, do you know who wrote a letter of sort of recommendation um, for Tory on his behalf to the judge saying, go light on him? I don't. Iggy Azalea. What? Why? Iggy Azalea was part of, a, you can send letters to the judge to sort of like, she asked the judge, don't impose a se sentence that will destroy his life, please. And so she wrote a, like a character witness sort um, of thing. Try, what's the connection between Iggy Azalea and Tory Lanez? Were they? I don't, I don't remember them working together. Maybe they did. Yeah, it, it was. A, it's a strange. I don't know if the judge is going to get to that letter and go. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's just let him out. You know, I Free thought him. thirteen years seemed fair, but Iggy Azalea says no. And you know, Free him. <laughs> Free him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens um, this afternoon, sometime today. It, it'll be interesting to see what that sentencing is. Yeah, because if he goes away, then I, I, I don't know. It'll just be crazy development to this story that it's, it's gotten to this point. Because I, I remember we've been covering this for a long time. Um, right. Back in July 2020 is when it happened. And it seems like this has been ever present in the entertainment news cycle. So if he like sees time or gets other sanctions imposed on him, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, even if he gets, if he serves some sort of time, even a couple of years, that's not the end of his career necessarily. There's lots no. of artists who've made music while they were in prison and came out and they were fine. And just so. like we were just talking about Kanye, do you think he'd, you know, he'll shake all of this off and maybe even be more famous and more right. people know of him because of all of this incidents? I don't know what, what, what actually is career ending at this point. No. But it seems like you can just kind of bounce back from everything. Right. Is R. Kelly's career over? Okay, that one is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, that, okay. Yeah, you got me there. Okay. Let's bounce onto the next song. Kevin Costner. He was at the Taylor Swift concert last night. Um, it's a funny video we got. You'll have to go to our website and look at the video because otherwise you're just going to hear Taylor right. Swift's backing track. Um, 
He's dancing to never, ever getting back together. Right, as he's going through this very bitter divorce right now with his uh, estranged ex-wife, Christine, uh, where he had to, like, you know, get her forced out of their home together. Uh, so, yeah, he's got, uh, she, he's at the concert with his daughter, Grace, and Taylor's doing We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, one of her most famous songs, and he is just smiling along, watching it, she's singing it. And I think what's funny about that, I don't think we're just reading too much into it, because we have another clip where Taylor's performing Love Story, mm. and he's talking to some buddies and not paying attention at all. Uh, so Love Story, eh, not getting back together, that I'm into. <laughs> I think it's just a really good job on whoever the person in the crowd who was filming this. They they, they went there, they knew their set list, <laughs> and they saw Kevin back there and like, what moments during Taylor's songs am I going to film him to make a sort of story? And right. he's got the perfect ones. Love story, they're never getting right. back together. Yeah, they're perfect. That's perfect. I mean, because yeah, they are never ever getting back together. That is a relationship that is done. It does seem that. Well, I mean, he's there with his daughter, their daughter. Um, right. He's... Apparently, he's not happy that uh, his ex-wife, Christine, was seen in Hawaii with one of his best mates. Um, well, who would be? Well, yeah, who would be? That's right. Yeah. But now he's going, he's going to Aspen with the kids. He's going to Taylor Swift with the kids. He's just playing like perfect daddy. Right. And, and also, and just publicly, that makes him look good because she had accused him of cheating, which he's denied and said that's absolutely not true. But now he's like dad of the year, taking his kids like on all these vacations and to see Taylor Swift and she's on vacation with... The, the boyfriend, it, you know, Kevin Costner's been famous for a very long time, and he understands there's a lot of publicity and there's a lot of image. He's looking really good right now. He is. Yeah. I, I would have thought that there's a lot of crossover between fans of Yellowstone and fans of Taylor Swift. Like, I would have thought that in that building, he would have got a lot of love. But I would think Yellowstone has older fans, right? And older. Taylor's fans are younger-ish, up to like yeah, 30s? Yeah, but it's kind of country-ish. You know, a lot of white people. <laughs> that is true. Like, white people like some basic things. <laughs> yeah. So I'm white. I can say that. Yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> you know who else was there? Tiffany Haddish, Cameron Diaz, Sophia Richie, Zoe Saldana, Ashley Green, all last night. They were all right. there last night. Flavor Flav was there last night. So not just white people like Taylor oh, Swift. Actually, See, yeah, you just, true. yeah. She Flavor, appeals to everybody. Flavor Flav was actually there <laughs> with Taylor Swift's parents. It sounds so weird, but I kind of love, you know, we asked Flavor Flav about it once and he's like, I just like good music. Yeah. And he's, he's never, that's why he doesn't seem that old to me because he's always been into like younger things. He's like, if it's good, it's good. I like it. I like it. I like that about him. I like that about him too, that he's not sort of like, he doesn't think that, he doesn't worry about judgment. No, he likes what he likes and does what he does, and who cares? Absolutely. I love that. Now, before we go, it would be remiss not to mention the guy who did the cha-cha slide. Right. Mr. C, the slide man, DJ Casper, has sadly a past of cancer, uh, only in his late 50s. Like, he was not that old. But that song, that song is like one of those like all-time banger kind of songs. You've heard it at weddings, at every party, every everything you've been to. You know, the one time, hump, hump. Reverse. Cha-cha. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's hard to sing it because there's not really lyrics to it. I'm it's familiar just... with it now more more that I live in America. It's not sort of right. like a big wedding song in Australia. we got our own sort of like dance, silly... Uh, I won't okay. say silly. What, what just... is the weird Australian wedding dance song? I mean, I guess we just do Nutbush. Do you do Nutbush here? Nutbush no. City Limits. Oh, the Tina Turner song? Yeah. And we've got to hold that Nutbush. we got to hold that <laughs> no. Nutbush. You don't, don't do that, that Nutbush dance? I've never been to a wedding where, where that song was played. Oh, see, we've got a whole dance to do with Nutbush. Have we, have you, do you know the dance? 
Oh, you guys. I mean, I know the song, but that's not like a wedding staple in America. No. Oh, that's that's our um, cha cha. I like. I kind of like that better, but <laughs> but no, it's funny. But I, I actually I was looking this up because I wondered if you would know it. So that song only got to number sixty four in Australia. Okay. But it only went to number eighty three in America. Oh, it really? It wasn't a chart hit, but that charts don't always measure everything. So this song is like was a cultural moment that still is. It's endured for over twenty years now. Mm. There was a famous SNL sketch with uh, John Mulaney where he was doing it at a at a black wedding. Because you never saw that one? No, I didn't. That's a, they, it was such a big sketch, they did a sequel to it. And that is, is that what sort of popularized it so much? No, it was already popular. That, that's why they used the song in the sketch. So cause... how did it take off? If it, if it didn't chart, and then it, it, it got sort of like cult success, or cultural, I guess that's what cult means, cultural success. Yeah. Um, how did it sort of like become such like a mainstay wedding because, song? Because it's such a, a, when you go to like a club or, or a wedding or something like that and that song plays, because it's one of those songs that tells you what to do. It's hard to mess yeah. up the dance because he's just shouting out what you're supposed to be doing as you're doing it. And so people just connected with it and want to hear it at clubs. But that, that doesn't get, that doesn't reflect on the charts. Mm. It's one of those things everybody knows. But like the electric slide never was a big chart hit. What about um, Macarena? Oh, that was number one for 14 weeks. That oh, was a massive hit, yeah. Macarena was everywhere <laughs> on the radio. It's one of the like top 10 songs of all time. The Macarena? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ma was, it, was it around, like, imagine driving in your car and all you hear is Macarena every Oh, station. I do remember. The, I, was, I mean, I don't know how big it was in Australia, but in America, yeah, you could not avoid that song. What year was that? That was It, it, it hit number one in 96. I told you guys that Eric was the savant. <laughs> I told you at the top he was. Yeah, because I know how long the Macarena was number one. I wish my brain was good for useful things. <laughs> God. That is, that's a fun fact, though, Eric. Right. Thank you very much for joining us here today. Always fun.